welcome to Totally Tell Me, a weekly entertainment review podcast where we talk about movies, music, food, and fun. My name's Dominic Mercurio, and I am here with Laura Weinbach. Hello. Welcome. What's up? I only know how to start a show one single way, and if I don't do that, then it's like the show has not begun for me, and so I have to do that. It's actually like a compulsive thing. Listen, pain don't hurt to me. (laughs) And our guest today is Max Weinbach. What's up, Max? How's it going? Staying strong, brother. Staying strong. <laughs> um, Max Weinbach, the name might sound familiar. Weinbach, uh, Laura's brother. I didn't mess it up this time. Sometimes I say Laura's sister. Sometimes I say, you know, my what Laura, brother. What if Laura which could be true too. Laura, do you wish you had a sister? I do have a sister from another mister. <laughs> I do. I have a few. I have a few. You, what do you What do you mean by that? what? What even do you mean? What don't I mean by it? It's obvious. <laughs> got friends. Oh, okay. All right. No, they're um, not friends. They're sisters. Oh, they're sisters. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. but that's honestly the extent of all we know. What's that? Right. Um, if you heard. <laughs> No, no, I'm just, I'm letting it be. I'm letting it lay. Um, if you heard any music before this and the various times we sort of started and restarted, you heard I Feel Fine by Little Person. That was our intro music today. Um, Little Person is Max uh, Max's band with his brother, Nikki. Uh, Max has also been on the show multiple times, plenty of times in the past uh, with Nikki, but this is actually his first time on the podcast solo. This is a solo affair. How's it feel, Max? You know, it's it's a it's definitely a solo affair of sorts. Mm-hmm. Do you feel as if you sort of have like a like a phantom limb syndrome right now? Sort of like a like you feel as though there should be another, but yet there is not. Or or no? No, it's all good. I, like I mean, you, you know, like it, when people you get feel you know, naked. If they, they get their arm chopped off, they sometimes Wait. feel as though their arm is still there. You well, know what it's I mean? funny that you mentioned a phantom limb because we'll talk about it later with regards to the movie we just watched. Um, do you feel like, naked? No. And afraid? <laughs> Wait, what do you think I just said? If, if, if I Did, feel... What do you think I just said? <laughs> do you feel naked? No, I didn't say that. I said, do you feel Nicky? Still <laughs> <laughs> mine. What the hell are you talking about over here? Oh my God, this is getting X-rated. It's cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's like kind of like the way you know, like an urban kind of way of saying naked, like Nicky, Nicky, like Nike, Nicket, Nicket. You know how they say? <laughs> you feel naked? Do you feel rated? Do you feel rated? Rated? Do I feel rated? What the hell? Do I feel rated? I watched Mortal Kombat recently. It's Holy shit! Actually, can we talk oh, about that ever so that's briefly? Pretty, that's hardcore. I just what are you talking about the new one? The 2021? new one. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't finish it. It's very what'd you bad. think? I can't it's... believe you started it. Well, Nor can know, I. dare Mortal you? Com- it's Mortal Kombat, you know. <laughs> that does not make it seem Ah, right. it does though. It does, Dominic. And back me up on this. Like oh, some some of the previews I was like, okay, I like the idea of seeing fatalities in in kind of like human like actual, you know, on screen, you know. Um, I mean, sure. Not, not animated kind of a thing. I don't know. And, uh, you know, I just thought, okay, this is going to be like a kickback, relax kind of movie, but it is very bad. I will yeah. say, though, there are a couple scenes of action or even just a couple moments of action where I think 
okay, that's kind of cool. I, I did think the first scene, mm. I was intrigued by the of the in the movie from the first scene that they showed because I thought the, the flashback. Yeah, I thought the choreography was really good in that, and I thought, okay, this could be cool. And then it's just it becomes it looks cheap after that. It just gets kind of it, it feels cheap. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. It just I don't know. Uh oh. It's bad. We have a huh? a little guy wanted to chime in really quick. Uh oh. Oh okay. I wanted to chime in and say that. You know, I think one thing that you can kind of appreciate about the new Mortal Kombat movie is that some of the, well, what Max was saying, basically, that some of the ways that they uh, depicted some of the moves from the game and including the fatalities was pretty good and the effects looked pretty good. Other times, stuff looked fake, such as Goro, you know, didn't really look very real, but there were certain effects that looked pretty good. And yeah, the opening scene of the movie, which kind of doesn't have a lot to do with the rest of the movie, really established a more professional tone in a way, or it seemed higher budget. And it seemed like it was going to be maybe, oh, this looks like a legitimate movie with some legitimate actors. And then it, you know, it kind of the tone changes after that opening scene. But yeah, it was cool to see some of the effects, I think. Yeah. Laura, I didn't even make it to Goro. Laura, you, you should have, you had your microphone like Brent was at a newscast and you should have went like, all right, now back to you, Dominic. This has been Audie <laughs> Cornish you. with CBS News or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it is like you're, it is sort of like you're live this on the been, scene. Bo- this has been Body Doubles by CBS Live. Um, you. Thank you. Uh, I'm getting reports that there was yet another Weinbach in the room. Uh, his name was Brent. Uh, they, he's they been just, on the show, right? We have a few helicopters here flying in from uh, down DTLA, uh, KTLA, mm. and uh, I, they're picking. They're giving him a lift over to, uh, you know, Chibos. Chibos. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm wondering at this point, like, should I should I just change my name to Weinbach? It, I mean, you, you if, I'm feeling did. a little doubt. Considering you already I, did. Hey, okay, guess okay. what, Dominic? You uh, already did. Got it. Great. Well, no. Now, Laura, Dominic, you, uh, you, you didn't do it. Actually, it already did. It just, it just happened. You know, it just, it. Oh, I. It was. It's part oh. of. You know, it just, it happens. I feel no different. Should I? Is is there a that's, way that Winebox feel that? That's the magic. You don't feel different. Hmm. Well. Well, fuck me. <laughs> Anyways, um. Actually, guess Laura, what? Guess what? Yeah. <laughs> we already did. <laughs> already dead uh i should also briefly mention that we are gonna review the fugitive in a little bit here um the fugitive is a 1993 action thriller starring harrison ford we all watched it for this podcast first half of the episode we're just gonna kind of chit chat as we are currently doing um and you know we like to start with the guests around here but i'm gonna throw a curveball and just sort of like I would I would have asked you this in the pre-show, Laura, because I'm not really like positive if this is like now if this is taboo or or not. I mean, do you know what I'm referring not, to? Like if it's public record, right? Like, well, I mean, just blink yeah, twice if you want me to stop. It's or, a free for all. It's a free for all. Okay, cool. Well, Laura, do you have any sort of things that you might want to say uh, just to kind of kick things off, perhaps? Well, why don't you ask me some stuff and I'll say yes. Oh, okay. Um, so, wait, can I ask I a know. question? To yeah, yeah, yeah. Off? 
Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Lord, did you just finish watching the movie that we're supposed to watch? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that. <laughs> ask the... A- ask the question yes. that you that really is on on your mind, Dominic. That you. Well, what is the ask. question? Uh, have you been eating lately? What am I eating? I mean, I don't know. I ate some cookies, but while while I was waiting okay, for we're the show to get we're this. skipping the we're skipping. What are you trying to get out here? <laughs> are, are, are you pregnant? Yes. <laughs> okay, there we go. Yeah. I mean, Laura posted about it on Facebook, and yeah, one. you did. Very exciting, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. has has it feel that people can know now, huh? It feels good. Yeah. The, today, the baby was like wanted me to get a donut. So I had to go to this donuts and coffee place and they had these vanilla bean donuts. And um, mm. and did the baby also want you to have licorice, which you were eating? The baby earlier? like the baby was like, if you don't get me some fucking red vines, <laughs> I'm going to throw a oh, conniption. Are those, those are those the red vines that are um, like all your fucking ass? Are those and like, I mean. The ass on the inside. What? Are those all natural red vines or something like that? They are. They are. And we how do they decided to go forth with this. So Brent bought these um, out of sheer curiosity. And By the curious. verdict? Um, and um, <laughs> honestly, I don't like them as much. They're a little on the sort of more tangy, soury side. They're brighter. I would describe, describe them as brighter. They call mm-hmm. themselves mixed berry twists. Hmm. It's for you to decide, I would say. Brent thinks they taste the same as regular vines. I can tell that they taste pretty different. I think they taste different. I also think the texture is ever so slightly different. Leans more towards the side of a Twizzler, if you know what I mean. Oh, Brent likes Twizzlers more, though. I think. Yeah, he does. I don't agree with this. I don't necessarily like. I don't like Twizzlers more necessarily. I. This <laughs> big old thing. I don't necessarily <laughs> like Twizzlers. Yeah, I. I don't necessarily like Twizzlers more they're just different and second of all they don't taste like Twizzlers to me they taste more like red vines but I do think they taste a little different but they taste pretty similar I don't like either more I didn't I don't (laughs) know I think they're different oh okay back to that right back to you Dominic back to me oh great well look uh congrats Laura Obviously, I'm thrilled. We've had to, we've had multiple times, I will say, on this show where I feel like it, it was a, uh, it was you know almost like a nip slip scenario. Uh, right, right, you know, totally. Sort of like a Super, Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Can- Bowl, Janet Jackson nip slip scenario where we were almost saying something that was like on the teetering edge, right? Of perhaps not okay yet. Can I but just I'm do we, a very very yeah. quick diversion really quick i just felt that this would be really funny like you know how on some on the shows sometimes when they're like a tell-all show mm-hmm. there's a person that chooses to remain anonymous <laughs> what if it was like there was a show about this guy who had like a worm that came out of his butt after he ate something bad <laughs> imagine if this was their way of doing like the anonymous i was walking down the hall <laughs> and i felt something tugging slapping against my thigh it's like Brent's I looked inside the toilet and I felt it was moving. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but it was awful. You know, there's that Actually, show that I didn't know I was pregnant. <laughs> I feel like that's what you were oh, just right, describing. Right. But right. wouldn't it be funny if this was their way of like blacking them out? You know how they like right. shadow them? And oh, yeah. Like they're embarrassed that they didn't know they were pregnant. and Right. Or something like that. Anyway, all of a sudden, a baby plopped. <laughs> all, of, all of a sudden, I know, but a baby it was plopped. funny because if you notice, Brent was kind of feeding lines to her just now. It would be kind it of funny. If, 
Well, no, but it'd be kind of funny if like, like if that was like a staged play and those were the actual lines Brent was fe- like, imagine being on a stage, and, like someone was feeding you lines and those are the lines that you were actually supposed to say on stage. <laughs> like what kind of play would that be? And that'd be kind of funny. It'd be called We Clow. We Clow? What? No, oh, like the, the Sartre, John Paul Sartre. Thing? Yeah. No, no, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Mm-hmm. Um, how's you? How's you, Max? Yeah, Max. What's up? How, how's you what's been? What's up, my guest? Well, I got my um, <laughs> in, tomorrow at around 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be full-fledged vaccinated full force. Mm-hmm. Vaxed and backed. Vaxed, vaxed and 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 back to action as much as and you can cracked yeah yeah as what do you mean as much as you can't wait what meaning you know you're not meaning i got two i got both doses it's been two weeks since it'll be right. two weeks you, since i got my last dose you know you can't get fully there's no such thing you know i mean like you if as vaccinated as you can be you know? no, he means that he's fully activated i'm fully activated by mm-hmm. what the vaccine can possibly do is what i mean yeah which is pretty full you know what is it like? Yeah. 98? Actually, 98 Brent, you're incorrect by saying that. I'm saying I'm, I'll be fully vaccinated, which means, as far as the vaccinations purposes can do, I will be fully of that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got Chris Flieger up in here saying "max vax to the max." That's right. Flieger. That's right. So, I, I would agree with that. Uh, but what are you going to do to celebrate, Max? Are you going to? Are you going to? Um, Nikki and I are going to order a nice, large pizza. Okay. Have you not ordered a pizza in over a year? We have not, no. Really? So you will not go so far oh, as to I go have a pizza we in did, public? We did on our birthday, my sister and my mom, or Laura and my mother, ordered a pizza for us and, from a nice and restaurant. And what about me? Well, Brent, Brent <laughs> I thought Brent wasn't in on the pizza. He did order a dinner with our friend Andrew for us, actually. Oh, oh. <laughs> Exactly. He so, was like, "Oh," and then I put the mic there, and he was like, "Oh, oh." So anyway, um, but we have been very, even though you know they have CDC has said like you most likely can't get it from outside, like from stuff, you know, outside and stuff like that. Delivery. Nikki and I have been extremely strict about it, and we just don't really trust that. Just we've just been like you know cooking all of our stuff. Or I should say Nikki's been really cooking, I guess, but. Um, but in any event, we've, we've, so you don't, really... Nikki does all the cooking between the two of you? The most for the most, yeah. I mean, don't you gotta like get those groceries from places and shit? Yeah, well, we wait, we have like a system where we wait three days, you know, we wait three days before we use those groceries. Whoa, okay, okay. So is, it's extreme. Is, Go ahead. Is, so is Nikki the woman in, in the relationship or? <laughs> what is it supposed to be the woman that cooks? Well, you know, they, the old saying, you don't want to be a man, then go be a woman and cook or something like that. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's a saying. I've never heard that in my life. That's a saying. That's a saying? I well, anyway, so it. you're going to get a pizza and then like, what kind of pizza is it going to be? Have you, you already decided? Or? Do you tell Nikki, all right, Nikki, I want my food. Where's my food? You know, and you sort of sit there at the table. Like, well, it's kind of been mostly like this is usually the the cases that, Nikki's kind of like ahead of me on the scheduling of, well, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of this. It's not important and it doesn't even really matter. But for whatever reason, you know, Nikki's been cooking more, you know. Okay. okay quick, question. quick question real quick. Do you ever slap him around or anything? I mean, 
All right, it's not. Max doesn't like that. It's sexist against Nikki, who is the woman. Nikki's out of line. (laughs) Nikki feels well. You know, you know, uh, if he's out of line, you know, he wants to be slapped. Actually, that's really. I'm just kidding. It's not on. It's not on Facebook. (laughs) Nikki's like, don't. Tell them it's on twitch.tv slash totally tell me. By the way, no, that's the I'm only just place kidding, by the today. way. That is not how the dynamic of a relationship is. And I don't even uh, almost. I, I, you don't like to go there. I don't want to fuel the fire of somebody thinking, even like in a joking way, that some kind of dynamic of that. You both, you both slap each other around. It's all good. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So you're still. I don't so, like that. I'm more curious in this you're pizza, personally. I'm kidding. I'm more curious I didn't in the bring pizza. It up. I'm more. I'm more curious in, you know, uh, so, 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 okay. So you're going to get this pizza, but, th- but then like, what's going to be the next step from there? Like what, what, what will it take for you to, you know, I don't know, eat a pizza, but like in a park. Right. In a oh, park. Well, we're definitely going to go. We, we, we've been to the park actually. Okay. So, all right. What's it going to take for you to eat the pizza in the parlor? <laughs> you mean okay. in a pizza parlor? Yeah. Oh, inside there. I meant oh. no. I'm at the hair parlor. When are you gonna have a hair pizza? No, no. But that is a true thing. Actually, <laughs> will I eat inside? And when are you gonna yeah, get yeah. your haircut by a Barbara? Well, we are gonna get a haircut. <laughs> Wait, in... ask me what a Barbara is. What's a Barbara? Well, it's like a female barber. And so would a, a Barbara a Barbara Ann would be a female barber named Ann. Nope. They don't. That's not a thing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but what what is it going to take? <laughs> what the- well, no, what's it going to take to go into the barber? I mean, to the well, no, we're. The I'm going to get. I'm going to get a haircut. Um, we oh. have a wedding to go to in July, so I'm going to get a haircut in June. That's cool, but what about eating the pizza in the parlor? When's that going to happen? I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I suppose. I'd prefer still to eat outside, although I don't know. What do you guys think? How are you feeling about eating I think eating once outside? you go to the Barbara, you're going to be like, you know what? This feels good. I'm going to keep going with this. No, Feed me. Dominic, have you been eating? In- no, no. Have you- are you fully vaxxed? I'm fully vaxxed, yeah. Also waited my two weeks, so it's vaxxed to the max. Um, and <laughs> I eat I eat now at restaurants outside, you know? That's no, my good? new thing. Have, what about right, inside? But have you see- are you going to eat inside, I've- though? I've not yet, but we're would going I? to. We're going when to get you, Japanese barbecue, right? You would. Know. I would. We're going I, to I would. Little, it's on. We're doing it in like a couple thing, weeks. I, I feel a bit apprehensive about all that, but at a certain point, That's one true. is going to have to just start acclimating, reacclimating yourself to how the thing is. Want, you know, I, I don't know how New York is doing, but like California right now is like record low um, for the whole thing. Also, yeah. San Francisco is. Something like over ninety percent vaccinated, which really? is insane. Wow, that is um, they could reach herd. That's like herd immunity right there. Well, yeah, but like ten percent is like you know a lot of people. No, no, but, but at this point, they, it's they kind of like the people like, who aren't getting yeah. it are choosing Artists. not to get it. Like we do have the supply here, and so yeah. at this point, it's like if you haven't gotten it, you're choosing to, to not get it. If you haven't I gotten believe, it, though, you're like, I believe, Laura, dumb. though, herd immunity <laughs> only requires. I could be totally wrong about this, but if I remember. Fauci was saying that it was like 75% of the the population would have needed to get the vaccine to reach herd immunity. And so mm-hmm. if the population of San Francisco was 90%, then I think that's like good enough, right? 
Could be, but I, could be. I, don't I don't know if it's like, I don't know if you can have herd immunity. I mean, could, can you really have herd immunity like per city? No, I mean, I'm just saying like if you were to like, if you were you to can't? put a bubble around that population of that city, but you can't. You would yeah. have reached. Like the point place. is, is at this point, San Francisco is we're we're kind of like killing it, as in we're as no one is dying. No one know, is right? getting killed. <laughs> like no one is getting killed. As in no one is getting killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, New York, the cases are dropping and it's get it's coming down, but it's definitely not as good as Los Angeles or you know. You know. Well, we, you know, we went to a restaurant for the first time, like with we. So I came here. I'm in here in L.A. right now, as you might have guessed or seen. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I came here for Mother's Day, a late Mother's Day. And mm-hmm. we took my mom to dinner at Pache restaurant down the street from our house. Oh, you and, did? Uh, you yeah, Pache, we ate there. Actually. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I've we've eaten as a, you know, as a family inside. Um, you ate inside. Well, we ate in the inside outhouse. Oh, I know what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? The inside outhouse, yeah. There's like an outside inside. There's a sort of, of like a, um, you know, a sort of a, a covering area. That's it's kind outside. of a covered outside inside area. There's, yeah, it's a real scene in there. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you what. Was there some celebrities? All kinds of like, yeah, sort of celebutants. Celebutants, yeah. Yeah, it's like you look around and you go, who are these people? And then guess who one of them was? What? David Lynch. No, you wish. It Damn was... It. It was, uh, well, Brent did spot her, but then I knew exactly who he was talking about. <laughs> it was, um, Renee Zellweger. No, you okay. probably won't know, Nike. I hate to say it, but this might have been fine. before your time. Gia from Full House. Don't know. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> her name is Carla. Her name is she's Carla Sokolov. Sokolov. I mean, she's. I mean, that's not a huge star enough. No, I know. A lot of times they're not huge stars, but they are someone to someone. No, I mean, Gia, of course, you know, she was kind of the bad girl. She, she kind of the got bad girl. Sweeten into you know some who... bad stuff. But then she turned Jody Sweeten turned her to be good, though. Well, who, you know who she was real in bad girl scenes though? with? Molly. Molly Morgan. Morgan, who is a. a, a Molly Morgan was in some scenes with Gia. Well, she was like basically the real bad influence of the the, the crowd. Was she? I always thought it was Gia, but she okay. was because she was like smoking in the bathroom and. Wait, sorry, that's you... actually incorrect. I have to correct you there. What? Gia was the bad girl. Molly was kind of on the fence. Brent. I'm positive. Brent? I remember Brent, the episode. Brent, you can confirm this more than anyone else. I forgot. I thought <laughs> that. I I thought I can't remember if, which one was the bad girl. It was Gia. I can confirm that. I don't, I don't think you're I don't, right. I don't know if her name was Carla Sokolov or Laura's Marla Sokolov. Nikki says oh, it's Marla. Nikki. Her name's Marla Sokolov. Yeah. I don't know who the hell no, this is. Yeah, Sorry, Laura's Dominic. Right. Either. Laura, we'll Nikki, Nikki's it. confirming in that Gia <laughs> is a recurring character. So if she was truly the bad girl, like Molly or the whatever her character's name was in the, the episode, she was the bad girl influencing. No. I think you're no, wrong. No, they though. they want to have a permanent bad girl who can kind of create some. No, you know, she's habit. not. She's definitely not a recurring bad girl. That's for sure. She's like becomes good actually. She might have become good, but I guarantee you, she starts off as the main bad girl. I don't think you're <laughs> correct about this. It's true. <laughs> All anyway, right. Sorry, Dominic. I mean, you know. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, you know what? What the? What's what happening gives? here? What's been going what on in I, your life? Well. Um, yeah, sorry, Max. I didn't want to cut you off, but right. 
No, no. Don't cut ahead. him off. I Max, talk to me. Oh, I was just uh, so fully vaxxed. What was there? There was something else, Dominic, I had written down in the little. Uh, you've been watching movies. <clears throat> well, I've been watching a ton of movies. Been watching. So we have like a weekly movie meeting with much like you guys with a friend of ours. With the TV. With you have TV? a weekly meeting with the TV. No, no. With sorry, so go we ahead. Do like a weekly thing, where we'll we'll watch a movie, you know, with a friend, and we'll discuss afterwards. Um, hmm. But we like totally tell it, me, like totally tell me. But we don't we don't have a podcast for it. But yeah. um, oh, but we so we're watching did. a lot of. But we also do a musical one too with another group of people. So we'll watch a musical every uh, every week. And mm-hmm. I recently watched Little Shop of Horrors, which I hadn't seen before. The movie or the wait, the movie? Yeah, the movie. You've oh, never it, seen the movie? It, it, <clears throat> you mean the movie with Rick Rick Moranis and uh, Steve Morton? That's right. Yeah. Hated it. Whoa. Sorry. No, no. Wait. What? Hold on. You never seen that? Did, did you have you seen that, Dominic? Oh yeah, I mean I love it. Wait, how have you not seen you that? Do? I'm perplexed. I love it. Yeah. I hadn't seen it in full. I've only I had only seen clips. I was on the stage production in high school of that, but I was in the stage production in junior high. Just actually an original movie, but the stage. But by the way, there yes, the stage production is based on a Roger Corman original movie, and the yeah. character that Bill Murray plays in the the musical movie, Jack Nicholson plays that character in the original Roger Corman movie. Oh, you know that's funny because I always thought the movie was based on the stage production. <clears throat> <clears throat> based on the original movie. No, the stage I hear you. Based, like and just so you 40s, just for, right for the viewers out there, 60s. the composers for the <laughs> music <laughs> are Alan Menken and um and uh <clears throat> Alan Menken and who? What's the name? Howard Howard Ashman, sorry. Um who comp- went on to compose many of the great Disney musical movies in the years to come, <laughs> such as Little Mermaid and Aladdin and you know. Wait. So, what did you think of Little Shop? Little Shop of Horrors. I thought it was pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. I think Steve Martin's really funny in it. I think he's great. Uh, I think all the actors are good in it. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I like some of the song. I guess what made me think it was only pretty good was I. I didn't like all of the songs. I like some of the songs, um, and it kind of dragged a little bit at, at one point. But um, I do overall, though. I think I will. I. I give it a thumbs up for sure, though. Hmm. I mean, I loved it as a kid. I haven't seen it as an adult, so and I don't I really think know the animatronics, that, but... like of of the of the plant, are really impressive. I think they're really cool and fun, you know. And I funny. remember seeing cool. I, I remember seeing it as a kid and just not liking it. That's crazy to me. I mean, what's not I just to thought love? It was so as a bored. Kid? I was just like bored by it for some reason, and I just I don't know. It just wasn't for me. But and I didn't like the music. But I did play the dentist in uh, you know junior high. That's funny because Nikki there played the dentist in high school. Actually. Oh really? Yeah. I um, was always getting cast as like the zany kind of character. Right. You were Puck in. Midsummer I was Puck Night in a Midsummer Dream. Night's Cream. <laughs> and um, <laughs> you know all kinds of other gags. It's funny to say that because it's almost like Midsummer right. Night's, Night's Dream would be like a wet dream. I said that. Uh, sorry, Nikki's correcting me. Once. Oh, by the way, Nikki did oh. say Laura is correct on that Full House bit, by the way. I told you. Yeah. Told you. I remember. Ugh. I was an avid watcher, okay? But anyway, um, A Midsummer Night's Wet Dream would ha- 
create a Midsummer Night's Cream. Mm. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Exactly. I, you're saying. I like that. I like That's that. That's why I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Dominic, anyway. what's going on with you? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, very recently I was trying to obtain some uh, cardboard cutouts for a project that I was working on. And so I went through like a series of calls to try and figure out where in the Bay Area I could rent for cheap or buy for cheap uh, six plus um, cardboard cutouts. And it led me to this guy named Rick Hearns, who um, has a, 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 Laura, I'm not actually sure if I told you this or not, but it still might be a repeat for you, but Max doesn't know. Uh, so I, I've, I found this guy, Rick Hearns. He has a, a, um, a warehouse in Redwood City. And so I called him up and I was like, hey, how much would it be to get several of these, um, I keep wanting to say mannequins, but cardboard cutouts. And he's like, uh, you know, maybe 15, 25, you know, uh, I just got to figure out something out. I'll, I'll call you back. And then he, sure enough, he called me back like 10 minutes later. And, um, and he told me that it'd be 25 each. And, and then I was sort of like, oh man, I mean, well, what about that kind of 15 price point? I was really, I mean, is there any sort of way that maybe we do six for six for a hundred or something? You know what I mean? I was just trying to strike a deal somewhere in the middle, figure it out. Um, and I told him that, you know, it's a low budget production. We don't really have much money for it, but we would love to work with you guys. Uh, and he was like, oh, I mean, you know, my, my philosophy on deals is basically we could work out a trade. I feel like we can just kind of work out a trade, you know, like you could, you could bake me some cookies. You could walk my dog. You could mow my lawn. You could massage my wife. I thought you were going to say you could <laughs> massage <laughs> my dick or something. Wait, what? No, massage my wife, though, was the real offer on the table. That's oh my just, God. still crazy really? thing to say that, Laura. I mean, can you? What? Yeah. Massage <laughs> my wife as a trade? That's no, a- that is a crazy thing. I didn't think I even heard think- you correctly. That's why I said massage my dick, because I thought I was kind of riffing off of what I thought you said, but didn't actually think you said. Oh, no, you it's know? the truth. And I was just really wow. kind of thinking, like, what is the like what were the circumstances? That is very forward. Yeah. What did it is? What's weird to even suggest like a massage weird to say like you know mow my lawn that's such a weird thing like, i know what does mow that. my lawn actually mean right? Right? what if his lawn's massive what if he has mow acres my of lawn. what if his lawn meant like his butt crack oh i was thinking <laughs> if anything the lawn would be his pubic region because that's yeah. more flat that's that like is flatter. oh i see so he's just sort of like laying out on a table well you know, i was and thinking then... of a sort of you know more of a slip and slide but <laughs> anyway oh wait what do you mean well, like a butt crack is sort of a oh, long rectangle. Sort of like the back, like the lower back hairs. That's like the lawn and it's slip and slide into the crack. Is what you're I don't know. I just, I don't know. I always mm. just think butt crack, number one. Right. That's actually well, number the- two, actually. That would be number two. Could be. <laughs> I turned down all the offers. Uh, you turned it all down? But, well, look, I mean, the thing was, is we were able to figure out 150 total for the six. <laughs> But I did consider baking you, the cookies. Wait, did you not question him about like, wait, did you just say massage your wife? I didn't question. I did not want to eat for the You details. didn't even want to go there. You wanted want to, to pretend like he didn't even say that. But it was said, I promise you. That did much you come, I know. So were you face to face with this mail? Uh, this was uh, this mail was on the phone at, at the time, at the time. But later I was face to face. How did you know it was no, a that's mail? That's what I'm word. saying. Did you become, did you come face to face with him? 
I did, I did come face to face with him. Uh, and, and when I went down there to go meet him, uh, there was a, there, there was a dude in the warehouse. Yeah. Cause I, we did act, end up making the deal, but just for straight up money. Um, I went to the warehouse first and met the guy who was running the warehouse. who was not Rick and he was super friendly, really nice. And by the way, the, the warehouse is actually really incredible. It has tons of, um, really insane set design. Oh yeah. Stuff. You called, we were on the phone when you got there. We were. I think I was talking to you maybe yeah. just before I walked in to go meet Rick. <laughs> um, so or maybe right Rick. after. His name's Rick. Yeah. The, the dude who. Oh, I see. Dick. <laughs> Dick. Exactly. I see what you're saying. There you um, go. Wait, but. Yeah. You mean when Dick he made the these... my... Hold on. No, no. Dick when he was the offering these quote unquote trades or whatever, right. you didn't even just be like, well, I might entertain. <laughs> Like, like, what did you exactly say to him in response? Were you just like, I think I want to just do the money? Or did you say, well, I could maybe bake some cookies? I did. I, I, I went oh. with cookies. I felt like that was the neutral option. You so know, you're, you're wor in words, pursue. your response was, well, cookies? Like, what kind of cookies? Or yeah, I was like, uh, I, th I think I was like, okay, I mean, yeah, may maybe I'll bake you some cookies. That sounds good. <laughs> like, I just disregarded everything else he said. I shut it down. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then what did he say to that? He was like, yeah all right oh look we'll make that work and then um and then later on he told me like all right here's the deal i'll trade you one of these for a dozen cookies so each dozen of cookies that i made he was going to give me one for free wow but ultimately the thing was it's just kind of like look i'm, I'm not, not gonna I, make six dozen not, cookies yeah i'm not gonna make six dozen cookies <laughs> but what if you bought six dozen cookies i mean i think he said make them and then i would feel kind of shitty if he was like these are store-bought yeah, I would. I at that point, but I don't know. Ultimately, weird if you had bought him like some cookies from Hot Cookie, you know that place in the Castro. Oh, I know. I know Hot I know Cookie's Hot very good. I love. I I used to live <laughs> right in the Castro. Right, right. But like, imagine if you came there with these cookies, penis shaped, and then, <laughs> and he was like, "Hold on, I know you didn't make these, so I'm sorry, but no deal." Like, what does that reveal about this man? It's like he's you're, he's basically saying, I wanted you to work for this. Stuff. I didn't care about. I think cookies. that is it. I though. cared I about you it. in the kitchen. Yeah. Doing some Sweating. dirty work for mm -hmm. my cardboard. Grinding cup. that dough. What is Grinding. that? That's some weird kind of fetishistic kind of, you know what I mean? Or or maybe That's it's like it. a. Lord, you're just imposing this idea on them. Well, I'm just saying, it's like if he would have like, said no to that, what would that mean? Reveal about this guy that you're imposing this. Like, well, what does it reveal about him? You're, you're trying to <laughs> extrapolate too far about this whole I situation. feel that it means it does say something. He's just like a guy that wants you to work for some kind of. No, no. You're the one who's saying that he wants you. He just said, if you bake me like 12 dozen. He didn't he, say, like. He said, if you make me. If you make me, right. But. You're imposing the like strict, you know, adherence to that him having to make it though. Like, oh, I'm just saying if he that. said so what I'm saying is either you could have gotten away with buying up six dozen cookies and he would have been fine with it because he wants cookies or right. he would have said no, in which case we revealed something about this mail. Right. But exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, I think I think the bigger thing that revealed quite a bit about Rick was that was he was offering yeah massaging wife <laughs> massage his wife right. like what is he sitting in the corner jerking off like are we naked was um, he jerking off while he was trying to make the deal with you just just oh now, good point you know? good point he what if he was been... like no i just wanted you to give Maybe my wife a simple was... massage she needs a massage she's stressed out she you know she doesn't want to go around the house without a massage 
I'd go in the other room. I'd listen to salsa music. You do your business and we give you the uh, cardboard cutouts. What do you want? 30 minutes later, you got a cardboard cutout. I got myself six cardboard cutouts of Donald Trump, Bill W. George W. Bush and the rest of the gang. Right. Maybe it was just sort of, he was very practical. He was like a very practical person. What actually. the fuck do you want from me over here? I got Harrison Ford, cardboard cutouts, you know, Tommy Lee Jones. You name it. I got the whole fugitive cast over here. All you got to do is massage my wife 35 minutes. 35? Oh, like she wants a Swedish. <laughs> What's you, the big I've, deal? I've never gotten like a full-on massage before like that. You haven't? Really? I've gotten a 20-minute like free free thing from a gym thing before. But Oh, that ain't that ain't right. No, I know. Well, it actually felt good. I mean, it was I right, mean, but, but I never got it. Yeah, you should. I recommend it. One. Yeah, it's great. I once I mean, bought... For uh, for Christmas, I got Nikki a massage once before. Like a, oh, you a, did? Yeah. That's nice. That's a, that's a sweet thing. So okay. nobody well, thought that was, yeah. You know, yeah, that, that works. <laughs> I mean, that is very bizarre. It was bizarre. And when I did meet him in person face to face, as you said, um, he was sort of not that friendly to me. And I, I did think to myself, is this because I didn't agree to massage his wife? Is this because I wasn't going to walk his dog? Like, I did wonder to myself because he, I felt like the um, manager of the, of the um, warehouse was super friendly and seemed very down to be working with me. And then I went to his office, Rick's office uh, and met him face to face, just to, like exchanged money. And he was just, I was trying to like ha start kind of a conversation about oh what sort of people do you work with oh are you uh do you work with a lot of small-time filmmakers or anything or is it just kind of bigger productions and he just all his answers were super short just like oh yes yeah, um it's like that kind of level of response i was like whoa this guy does not want to talk at all because i was wow. trying to just i don't know maybe he has like some you know personality issues you know, yeah, but he was talking to me on the phone just fine. <laughs> that's what I mean. He's well, yeah, like, no, maybe switches. he has maybe he has a hard time dealing with people uh, in person, you know, maybe he has a hard time dealing with people who don't want to do the trade. Yeah, I think I'm out. I think I'm on his shit list now. Or, or maybe it could be that he was feeling a little apprehensive about seeing people in person since we've been in quarantine so, so much. Or maybe know? he was like feeling embarrassed about throwing in the massage my wife option. Well, he wasn't masked. I'll tell you that much. So I don't think that was it. I was masked, but he was not. So I think he was not concerned about like meeting in person. Oh, maybe he, maybe the fact that you were masked made him even more apprehensive because he was just like, this guy is definitely not going to massage my wife at, at this point. So I need not oh, to speak to him. Right. You know, I forgot about the quarantine. He wanted to set a more relaxed tone by not wearing a mask. And when he saw you with 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 mask, mm -hmm. he thought. There's no chance this guy is going to give my wife a blowjob or something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, should we get to this I movie? I, I feel like we've this has run its course. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I mean, it we is thought... quite a ridiculous thing. That I just that is so bizarre. Wait, yeah. but when you told us weird. the story, was your kind of punchline getting to the fact that he wanted to do a trade? Oh, I mean, there's not too much more to say. I mean, no, I know. I just wanted to know, like, was that kind of something you wanted to reveal? Uh, well, I mean, you didn't know it and Max no, certainly didn't. didn't know it. And so it was a reveal. Yes, it was a yeah. reveal. Yeah, I was revealing it. Yeah. Wait, one last quick question. What were the cutouts you got? Uh, they were of <clears throat> like various old Hollywood 
stars. So, well, actually not some, not that old, like there was Austin Powers was in the mix, but Humphrey Bogart was in there. Xena warrior princess was in there. Um, uh, who's that big, tall hunk of a man? Uh, Andre the Giant? No, but close. He's not, Andre the Giant's not Hulk Hogan? Long, like blonde hair. Hulk uh, Hogan. Okay. Fabio. 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 Yes, Fabio. Oh. A uh, few others. I can't remember them all. Um, Audrey Hepburn was in there. So it was just like random kind of people. Cool. I mean, we were kind yeah. of dressing them up anyway, so it didn't really matter what they looked like, to be honest. They just need to look like people, they need to be human sized. Mm. um but anyways more, more on that at some point in the future <laughs> but uh i think we should get to this movie what what, yep. what do you say what do you say yeah sure yeah. let's get on with it let's get on with yeah it. uh so if you are watching or listening we are uh not going to spoil the movie for the first half of our review and then we'll make it very clear when we are getting going to get into spoilers um normally i'd put up a spoiler warning on the screen but we can't do that unfortunately as we are set up today so you'll just have to listen closely if you care about spoilers but uh the film today is the fugitive which is from 1993 and uh it's directed by andrew davis who also directed films like code of silence above the law under siege and surprisingly to me holes uh the film with shia labeouf right it's interesting because Basically, all those movies have a certain vibe to it, including The Fugitive. And then Holes mm-hmm. is just out of left field, you know? <laughs> Didn't make any sense when I saw that. I was like, whoa, okay. He was but trying also, something different. You also notice that there's a gap in between Holes and then, like, The Fugitive, you know? Yeah, it seemed like all of the um, late 80s, early 90s movies are, like, of a similar kind. And then Holes is, like, maybe his kind of restart to his directing career i don't really know right well holes was a a result of project Greenlight, if i'm correct you, you guys know about what's that, that? it mm-hmm. was like this thing that it they it was like a series on bravo and and ben affleck and matt damon were trying to help like help start kick off like a, a filmmaking career for these potential directors and or, or writers or whatever and holes i think was one of the results of this project Greenlight. Basically, green lighting like kind of independent film, mm. something like that. But mm-hmm. it is interesting that that guy became the director for this. Anyway. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, the film also stars Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones, a bunch of other people as well. Uh, and apparently it's based on the 1960s television series. Um, same name, uh, but that was created by Roy Huggins. Uh, Roy Huggins. I haven't seen that, but. I haven't, it's on my list of series to watch because apparently it was like a, I mean, it was a really big, like, there's, we're like hardcore fans of that in, in the 60s. Um, I think possibly because of like the intrigue and in seeing whether or not what would happen to him in the end. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the fugitive. Well, the the oh, creator of that also, he also created um, Maverick and also, um, mm. uh, I forgot the other show with, um james uh james garner um rockford files rockford files Hmm. those are huge big two big shows also anyway yeah uh well so the fugitive uh harrison ford you know the basic setup is someone killed his wife was it him was it not him he does get convicted for it and he becomes the fugitive of of the the titular fugitive fugitive who is on the run and Tommy Lee Jones uh, stars as 
the uh, what is it? Uh, um, U.S. Marshal. U.S. Marshal. The U.S. Marshal who's uh, on who's after him, uh, and thus the action and the thrilling begins. So you know we like to start with our guest here at Totally Tell Me, and uh, Max, what did you think? And I assume you have seen this movie before, right? I hadn't seen it before. No. Oh, you hadn't. Okay, so we all have. Laura, had you seen it before? No. I've, okay, so we all have I've been seen wanting it. to see for I've been meaning to see for a while. It's oh. been on my list forever, you know. Okay. I I hadn't seen it since well, it came out in the theater and I saw it in the theater, but maybe I saw it sometime after that on TV or something, but it'd been a long time since I'd seen it. And I That's saw it Brent. recently. I saw it just recently. He didn't right, watch that, it with me. He just happened to see it recently, so he I figured he could chime in. Right. Uh, that's that's Brent Weinbach, by the way, for our audio listeners speaking. Right. He's back. He's back in action. Um, Max, what did you think of The Fugitive? Without any spoilers, of course. Well, I thought it was... Okay, sorry. Nikki keeps trying to tell me that he watched it 10 <laughs> years ago. I don't know why he needs me to tell him to say that. But... There we go. <laughs> for the record. Um, just for the record, yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought it was it was fun. There was a lot of little contrivance. There's a lot of these sort of like me questioning the the um, the probability of things happening and, and just, you know, a lot of little contrivances <laughs> that it just but at a certain point I like just kind of grew to accept that as being a part of the movie and just kind of, you know, just was like, okay, I'm just gonna kick back, relax and just accept these and just have fun with this. And and you know, in that sense it was it was fun, you know, it was all right. It was cool in that sense. There was some definitely some suspenseful things in it, and um, there was like a lot of. I know Brent might say this, there was a lot of music in it. Like one might say even overuse of music. Although with this particular movie, even though I noted that, I wasn't really bothered by it because it was just because of the kind of movie it was. I just didn't. I didn't bother me so much. You know, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But um, but overall, I guess you know it's it's a fun you know. Fun thing, romp. fun little, fun little <laughs> romp, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, um, but yeah, there's a lot of these, like me questioning the plausibility of a lot of the things in it. You know, I mean, but anyway, yeah. Laura, what'd you think? Loved it. Loved really? it. No, loved I didn't it. love it. Okay. <laughs> wow, I what it. a fake out. No, I really liked it. I thought I'm it was gonna a lock lot you fun. up for that lie. It was a fun ride, and I, I. <laughs> Like multiple times, I'm like, oh, that's the part probably at Universal, at Universal Studios or whatever. I know that they feature this movie in Universal Studios somewhere, somehow. Yeah, they do. I don't. Oh, think right that's that. backdraft. Never mind. Laura, obviously backdraft. <laughs> I forgot. Oh, my God. But goodness. I always confuse these two movies. I mean, obviously, they're very different movies. I know backdraft is like about a firefighter or whatever, but like, I just. I I the same time period kind of thing for my my it is, it is around memory. the same time period yes yes um but yeah I just thought it was really fun and like I really liked kind of just well the style of editing and especially in the beginning like when I feel like I think it was around when Tommy Lee Jones is first introduced into the picture there's just a whole little like sequence that happens and that's a very kind of of the times sort of style of, of um, I guess, editing and filmmaking that is not as, you don't see as much of that anymore. And I just felt like, yes, this is fun. Is that when <laughs> the train? It just felt very fun, you know? You're talking about the train situation or? Not just the, no, not just the train, but it was like, I think it was when Harrison Ford, wait, 
it was it was kind of a montage sort sort of a montage shoot shoot now i'm not remembering it that well but i felt like it was tommy lee jones and then it was cutting back to like i think harrison ford running and doing stuff and then oh when tommy lee jones is like all right, guys, we have a future to on the loose. I want a six mile radius or whatever. Yeah. Go check these these points. And it was and kind of showing Harrison him. Ford doing his thing while that was all being kind of voiceover, semi voiceover, you know, going back and forth. And it was kind of just laying out the movie, really, you know, in a cool way, in an exciting sure, it, way. The, the movie kind of gets right into it, actually. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's really cool, exciting. Actually. There's not really, you know, a lot of, you know, you know, setting things up or anything. It's just like, Let's let's get into the action right away. And I think that's part of the reason there was a lot of music in the beginning because there yeah. was a lot of like action sequences in the beginning. But I don't know. I just think it's an, a fun, exciting thrill ride of a movie, and you know, it's fun to just sit back and relax to that kind of thing. It's sort of like Speed in that way. I mean, it's not as comical, I guess, as Speed. Speed is like pretty much a comedy, I guess. But it is. This is a fun '90s sort of actiony, semi-thriller kind of movie, and I like these kind of movies. You know, I enjoy them. They're fun. <laughs> so, oh wait, well, well wait, Dominic, what did you think? Uh, I mean, I think it's fine. I had a fun time watching it for sure. It right. goes on like way too long. Um, I did think it, it does get in. dragged a little bit at towards towards the end. I kind of started feeling like, all right, let's get to the point. Yeah, it was an action-packed beginning for sure. Um, I feel like it kind of, I don't know, it got pretty into the weeds with, uh, the ways that it found to dole out information in the second half, I found way less interesting than how it was doling out information in the first half. Um, probably just because there was less information that they were giving us in the first half. And I think it, once it, once it needed to actually <clears throat> like reveal things to us, I feel like it kind of struggled to make them exciting. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, especially compared to how exciting the first half is. Um, I think Tommy Lee Jones is awesome in it. He stole the show for me. Every time he was uh, on screen, I I felt like it was much more engaging. Um, I also was struggling with some plausibility shit, but it felt kind of whatever because it's, you know, a silly action movie in a lot of ways. Um, Speed is an interesting comparison to Laura because I was thinking about that just because we did it for the podcast recently. But to me, speed is just so much more fun than this. Like speed, speed, I was cracking up and just having a total blast and, and it speeds by pardon the pun. Whereas this like two hours and 10 minutes, I don't know, (laughs) you know, maybe try one forty-five or something. Movies were that long back then. Kind of. Well, um, It's funny that you noted that you really love Tommy Lee Jones in it. He won Best Supporting Actor Oscar for this role, actually. Wow. He did? Yeah. Wow. Actually, this film, believe it or not, was nominated for Best Picture, actually. (laughs) What? Friends just said that. Yeah. Now, that actually kind of puts it in a different category because I wasn't taking it seriously as like, you know, um, an important movie. I just kind of watched it as a fun romp, as you said. I well, said, I think you have to kind of account. look at they, it. They put fun romps in Oscar, in, do, in Oscar territory. It is though. a bit of a. I I think part of me thinks maybe like I'd have to get in the mindset of somebody that was watching it for the first time in 1993 or 92, mm-hmm. 93, because yeah. uh, they were doing three. a lot of, especially visual things that were kind of stunning. Like for instance, part of this on a technical level, they did this thing that wasn't as used as much until the, like maybe the 80s and the early 90s called front projection. Like you know about rear projection, um, 
you know about that, I'm, I'm assuming, Dominic. You mean in movie theaters, rear projection and front projection? In in movies, where they're like, it's like a fake background or something like that. And they'll project oh, okay. something onto like a screen to make it look like the actor is somewhere else, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but they did a thing called front projection with this film, and they did it also in Under Siege, I think, also as well. And they, they did a variation on it, which created this kind of very, like, it they were able to highlight the special effects in a, a very cool way, I think. Anyway. The practical effects were pretty stunning, I would say, sure. especially in certain sequences that I'll discuss in more detail later. Um, I don't think it's a spoiler, though, to just mention the train sequence. I feel like that was uh, pretty exciting. Fun. And uh, I was really impressed with just the practical effects with that. Because yeah, you just think to, to now that would just all be CG. And it's crazy that it's it's just so important, I think, to remember that you can do this, know. you know? Like these scenes can be done. Uh, Brent, you got your hand up, you may I speak. I say this, well, a couple things. I mean, <laughs> you know, I hadn't seen the movie since I probably saw it in the theater, but you know, uh, yeah, I didn't I realize when I saw it originally in the theater, how contrived so much of it is of the story and just things that move the plot it just it's so it's actually preposterous a lot of the things that happen but despite that i think it's still entertaining to watch and you know have fun with now about the train sequence though you know that the wreck from the train and the bus is still a lot is still around the wrecks is they shot that i think in north carolina or south carolina and you can go visit it and the the the, tr the train and the bus wreck is still there and yeah, that bus wreck was crazy. Like I was watching that, I was like, "This isn't a miniature one," and like, and that shit was just really bending and twisted and jiving. To uh, people go and seek it out. You can go seek it out in wherever you know. You can. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. That yeah, both yeah. those sequences back to back, I guess, uh, were pretty exciting. That was a huge highlight for sure. Oh, the bus. Oh, well, I don't want to spoil anything. Actually. Okay. Yeah. Well, just those sequences. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, we could, I actually, that could be a good segue into the spoilers unless anybody else wanted to just say anything uh, before that. The other interesting thing about the movie is that, well, is that I found this to be perplexing is that, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but you know, Julianne Moore got fourth billing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Fourth billing, and she's in one scene, two scenes or something. Yeah. has hardly any scenes. She's a cameo. I know. I thought that she was going to be a big role in it once As she appeared. did I. I mean, right. she was As on the title I, credit. I, opening also, credit. I, I looked into it, it, it almost apparently... made it seem like that there might have been some sort of, she had something more. Well, I I don't want to spoil anything. Here's what but... it is. Oh, you, you know the answer to this, right, Max? No, go ahead. What? Oh, it basically... Her her role was supposed to be more significant and bigger. Oh, I did not. And then they edited it out at Harrison Ford's request, and also other I think other people involved in the movie wanted it out because it didn't seem to make a lot of sense. Um, and which I'll go I'll get into that in the spoilers of oh, what that like means. Harrison Ford was like, you know, she's a woman. It doesn't make sense for her to have. <laughs> How would she understand? Why would she, she wouldn't... be in this movie? She needs to be cooking. Yeah, yeah, I don't understand why she's wearing a she uniform. Should be in the kitchen. Don't why you is she wearing a uniform? I don't understand. Yeah, like a do a woman doctor. That doesn't, doesn't seem right. Doesn't make sense. Well, don't you understand? <laughs> I don't want well, people to get the wrong idea here. That's too about complicated. What women should be doing. 
Well, well said, speaking of which, actually, if we get, did get into spoilers, oh, anyway, go it, ahead, Brent. It, well, he's, you know, basically, if there's not a scene of me slapping her around, then we shouldn't have her be in the movie at all, pretty much, you know? So just, we should cut most of her scenes. Okay, so here, here's, a, let me say this. So I think <laughs> that, I think that by, they, even though they deleted a lot of her scenes, I think the deal was worked out already ahead of time that she was going to get fourth billing, you know, and I think that didn't change, you know, like when she <clears throat> signed on to do the movie, even though this is an early movie for her. Right. I was going to say this must have been one of her first starring roles. It was a, one of her big roles. I think a big breakout for her was shortcuts, you know, but shortcuts is on my list. But the but I think the deal was in place already for her to have fourth billing and even though she is but here's the other odd thing about the movie and we could talk about this max you had a thing to say about it but third billing is the woman who plays Celia ward Celia ward name. it plays harrison ford's uh wife in the movie she's, she's barely hardly, in it yeah she's, she's hardly in the movie hardly in the movie and yet she's third build which is kind of third build that makes but more here, sense no but any here's, of the u.s marshals but that were not tommy lee jones were had way more screen time than the wife did i know but the wife is like a a central figure in yeah. the plot line. I feel she like is, that makes some sense. No, it does. Other, yeah, but you would think that maybe like the bad guy will like, um, you know, the well, one-armed man might be a, a higher build or something like that. Uh, that's a Wait, total spoiler. That's not a... That's not a spoiler. It is kind of. Well, we could just we, it's not how about actually we just transition to spoiler. You know what? That, the movie came out in ninety something. Let's just move well, no. on. Well, no. All right. Look, if, <laughs> okay, if we want to go into spoilers. By the way, if this was a TV series, and the one armed man is a famous character in that series. By the way, but um, like, but well, actually, let's 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 just make it clear though. Like, we will now be talking spoilers. So if you do care about spoilers, you should you should tune wait, out. Wait, I, that's not a spoiler, by the way, Laura, because in the beginning he kept claiming that it was a one armed man actually that killed. Hey, him. No, but you're saying he's the bad guy or whatever. Here's not a here's not a yeah here's not a this is not a spoiler by the way. This is just a little inside scoop that Max wanted to bring up. Go oh, ahead. Well, can I let me bring it up? So, <laughs> as Nikki was trying to uh, yell out to me just now. Um, Celia Ward was more famous at the time because she was on a show called Sisters. I remember a, it. A, a pretty well-known. That's TV where series. she was from. I was like, and how do I know? And guess who was in that TV series, Laura? If you remember, Dustin Berkowitz. Dustin Berkowitz. Yeah. Berkowitz. Berkowitz. You said Berkowitz. I know. I was joking. Wait, I mean, I Dustin is a was a childhood friend of Brent's, by the way. Mm. Mm. I think it's with a W, but pronounced with a V. I don't know. Um, so with spoilers enacted, enabled, um, maybe we should just brief over. Oh, what? Not what did Brent say? Um, we should just brief over, you know, where this kind of develops ever so quickly. I mean, there's a lot of plot points, but I think overall we begin to learn or we, we learn pretty quickly that Harrison Ford very likely did not kill his wife. Though I will say I was still thinking early on, still, like maybe he too. did. Maybe um, me, too. me too. Me too. I I watched the film with Anton today, right before this podcast was supposed to start, and um, his first comment was like, "Oh, he seems so guilty, doesn't he?" And I was like, "Oh, thanks a lot. He's clearly guilty or something." And oh, then I was like, after I five minutes, I totally just called the whole thing. I mean, okay, this is not a hard Wait, stretch to call the whole thing in a way. What's what? What do you mean to call the whole thing? I, I mean, there's I knew no what way was you could gonna, possibly I just, know. I called what was going to happen by the end of it. 
I mean, <laughs> I mean it, there's so many details. So, I know. Yeah, I mean, do you just mean if he's innocent or guilty? Not <laughs> I mean, just right. but it, no, but I also figured out how what was going to how the ending would unfold. I, I figured out exactly like not just if he's innocent You're like, or okay, guilty. here's the deal. So one of his business partners must right, have had a deal. You couldn't possibly know. After <laughs> yeah, I like, didn't call the whole his... plot. I called about basically what the end would reveal, not just his innocence, but also like <laughs> the fact that like he would be on the run and then they would finally get him. They'd it's get called him the fugitive. <laughs> no, I mean, well, yeah, it's called the fugitive. Called then, it. He's a fugitive. <laughs> but no, but like I, I also I knew that he was innocent, but I, I called that they were going to find out that he was innocent and that they were going to get the bad guys. What? I mean, Laura, that's you have either one of you have. No, that's not the only way. That's not one of two options. He could have been innocent and died. He, but that was not a likely thing to have happen in the 90s because they so, usually didn't kill the main person. So but, you're saying between like four outcomes that are very broad, you guess the correct one. I mean, well, it seemed obvious. Anyways, I mean, predicting or not, um, there's many more details that are revealed that I found to be kind of like almost distracting at times i don't know what you guys felt about the doling out of information in the second half but to me it was just sure. kind of like okay i mean do, i don't even know if we need all these details necessarily well there's a lot there of was... contrivance there's a lot of okay. contrivances in and i mean even just the very beginning the very fact that he has this very thick full scruffy beard so that <laughs> so that he can shave it later to disguise himself a little bit better oh man that scene where I the seal award or whatever as a surgeon like I, I was even looking it up afterwards, just like like he wouldn't have that, or he'd like, have to would wear he a beard have that net? as a surgeon. And it, it is a controversial issue, actually, in the just to have any facial hair at all. But that he is a thick one too is like well, okay. I clearly, just, they're going to yeah. use this so that he can shave it later to like. Well, they could have given him a fake beard. He could have gotten a fake beard later, maybe. But well, that would have been one more thing. Plausible, Wait, me too. But really quick, that scene where it flashes back to him and Celia Ward, like his wife or whatever, you know, oh, and he's make kissing it, her with his making beard. out. He's kissing her with his beard, and I thought, yuck! <laughs> it just looks so like not something I would want to kiss. You know what I mean? It just seems prickly. Well, apparently, the they originally the beard was going to be meant to be on him the entire movie, but they didn't like that. The you know. The, the producers or the studio wanted to see Harrison Ford's face. So they didn't want like the idea of hiding his face over the beard and having him look all old and stuff. As so, did I. I was like, get that shit out of there. It's, it's kind of funny how you see him blossom into a young man through like he starts as an old man in the beginning of the movie and then gradually his hair, you know, he turns dyes his hair. He, he dyes his he hair. becomes this strapping young, you know, man that we're used to from, you know, Indiana Jones or something. This wasn't yeah, a totally also- far cry from Indiana Jones. <laughs> Just in terms of all this stuff, which I just just the other night was watching Raiders of the Lost Ark and then we watched Temple of Doom. So it's kind of mm-hmm. I'm on a bit of a Harrison Ford kick, if you uh, want to call it that. And it was it's a lot of fun. Back to what back. about that total? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> what about that total tangent where um, Tommy Lee Jones and co um, raid that one house and uh, th- thinking that um uh Harrison Ford's gonna be in there or whatever and then they just oh, like barge in and like terrorize this couple, kill one of them, and then they're like, whoops, I guess we fucked up. And then that is just completely discarded. No, <laughs> like no, the, no, the, no. the the pin on it is his conversation where he's like, Well, I mean, what do you expect? He was gonna kill one of my guys and he like hangs up the phone. I'm like, wait, 
What? He was right. the other prisoner. He was the other prisoner that escaped. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Actually, I, yeah. I missed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I kind of missed that too. He, oh, the guy, the, there was two people who there escaped was two, from the bus. The, he's the black guy that... Well, he, he, I thought that they thought like, that Harrison Ford was going to be in there. That's what I thought. That's they, that's they what they, that, he, that can I just say actually, Brent? Um, that's how what's contrived about it actually is that they 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 like manipulate the audience into thinking that they're going to try and catch Harrison Ford and that we'll forget about this other prisoner. And you guys clearly did forget about that other prisoner yeah. that escaped. <laughs> and then it's not him. It's not Harrison Ford. They're they're going after. It's you know that other guy. Mm. Um, but I think also as far as him killing the guy, I think that is supposed to give another aspect to his character, Tommy Lee Jones, and that he's he is somewhat, you know, he's not a a, a great guy completely, you know. He doesn't negotiate or he whatever. Doesn't he negotiate, said. you know. Well, no, the, what I think they were kind of his, what they kind of showed, what they were showing about Harris, I mean, uh, Tommy Lee Jones in that scene was, I mean, the guy can be killed. He's threatening this other guy. That's that's like morally that's it's it's like kind of okay to kill that guy but the but the thing is is he the other guy could have died the u.s marshal who was being that too and that he put him in danger that was where it's sort of like tommy lee jones is oh you gotta watch out he's kind of a wild card because he you know he could have got that guy killed that was the issue and that guy had an issue well i I was thinking about the morality of of him killing the guy actually (laughs) it doesn't seem very moral well here's the thing (laughs) I mean, he. I was thinking about okay. Does Tom Lee Jones know? As you know, he's well trained in this kind of situation. This guy is a on uh, escaped convict, and like, is that even a possibility? Of like, what would they do do to negotiate it so that he his his guy didn't get killed? Basically, that he's being threatened. The guy, you know, his partner. Mm-hmm. So was it? That's what I'm saying. I think it is a a. a an ethical gray area and so like it makes Tommy Lee Jones seem like he's not totally a perfect person like him not he he snaps into action he kills him no matter what you know he didn't even think about negotiating you know and he could have killed his partner too in that process and so that that's what makes him kind of an interesting character and I thought they were focused more on the at the ethics of him putting his partner in danger or the guy in danger i also just think though he was already pretty interesting to me i didn't that didn't necessarily make him that much more interesting of it course was, i, it, I was, it felt like a big sidebar i was like what is happening it, it was right a now? sidebar but i think it was i think part of part of it also that made it seem contrived was when when the when they were figuring out that harrison ford was on the loose when tommy lee jones was like okay secure the perimeter we need to go in this amount of radius Mm-hmm. They didn't even mention the other prisoner that got away, you know, like, I mean, I guess they were, he assumed that they were dead, but in the same way that that cop had assumed that Harrison Ford had died, he should have assumed that no prisoner had died, actually, you know? Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense in the movie, actually, just a lot of stuff. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of stuff. Just, I mean, there's a lot of stuff like just him going into, like, police territory and being able to get away with getting this... That is ridiculous. That scene is ridiculous. When he's it's running ridiculous. by, there's a security guard who reaches his arm out. It's a hilarious moment right. where he reaches his arm out to try to like stop him, and he just isn't able to reach him. And I was thinking, that's the best they could do is his arm just reaches out. There's a there's him. a lot it of reminded stuff. me of the witches. <laughs> there's like Tommy Lee Jones, like 
when he escapes out of that place where the the security door shuts closed and they can't get out and he starts shooting the door and Harrison Ford's able to escape they should have already secured the perimeter of that building with cops just in case like Harrison Ford was able to get out you know I mean I mean it's ridiculous it's how weird. he's running through and there's all these police officers there right. they can't stop this guy and and it's like Indiana wanted, Jones wanted too he's wanted in like but uh, they didn't the probably Chicago, didn't expect Chicago, him to come to their yeah, layer, but the whole yeah. Chicago the whole Chicago PD is on the lookout. He was in the elevator with two cops. They should have known this is the guy, you know. Like, they wouldn't expect him to be hiding in plain sight. Well, no, but that, if know, they know, saw his white, face, well, these white men they can just blend in, to, you know, very easily. You know, I guess. You know, another thing that was crazy was it was so kind of ridiculous in a way that. The one place he stays at is happens to be like the the the, the son of the place is like some kind of drug dealer and gets busted happens to get busted while while he's there staying there. I mean, it's just from one drama well, to the next. I don't. But like, I, I don't, feel like the I whole thing was far I was fine with. I was there fine was so with many that. I was fine with that. I was fine with that. Contrivances that worked in his benefit and also mm -hmm. worked against him that were always contrived. Like that, the the Russian son guy who gets happens to get busted when he's living there. That was just so ridiculous and coincidental. You know. Well, I think it's kind of a sign of the times, though, in a way, because I feel like maybe maybe in the early '90s it was kind of just like the people you know, like you wanted the drama. Yeah, you, people like, were fine with that. Yeah, I, I they're just like, give, give me the drama, I, make it fun. I didn't, well, it's I like the movie Speed. I don't even think the movie Speed was seen as like a funny movie, but that's full of contrivances, and and you know those kinds well, of sure. movies just did really well, you know. And well, Brent, I actually don't mind that thing don't of them busting that guy at the house because I, I I don't mind that. I I think that's fine. I I was fine with that. That's the one thing that led made it so that it you know it. Harrison Ford was, you know, kind of in danger again. You know, he he could he was fine if if it wasn't for that. Well, no, know? he there was a lot of things that he was in potential danger. Like he, it did he wasn't he wasn't in danger anymore, and he could have just there was a lot of things like him going to the hospital. You know, like that whole situation was like like the whole Julian like Moore the kid that he saved his life, and then that's <laughs> it what was like Julian. they were just hammering the point like at he's a good guy and he's he was going a good guy, to get like. Like him Donnie saving Lee the Jones kid, and oh, also yeah. like him. I mean, I kind of bought him helping the prisoner on the bus that was about to, or the the cop that was on the bus. But then, like once that kid thing happened, I was like, okay, you're really trying to make a point that he clearly he's a good kill, guy. And killed. <laughs> he didn't kill his wife. Like it's. But just also, like, it's just like right, they happened it. to give him. Like he just happened to come across this kid that he needed to save his life, and then leave right. a breadcrumb trail behind. No, but not only that, it's like. What kind of doctor is going to tell the janitor, we need your help right now, like, send this guy down to OR or whatever? No, yeah. that could have worked. I kind of believe that one. I just I don't, don't buy know. that. I don't I mean, buy look, that. They whether you believe things or not, other though. Other like a nurse or a hospital staff, they're going to ask the janitor to help with that? It just seems so ridiculous. Sure, why not? All the stuff starts to add up, though, to, to, the, to the point that, like, whatever you do specifically believe or not believe, I feel like anyone who watches this would not believe certain things in it sure. and i think that just makes you a little less invested in the drama because it feels as though that once you kind of break the barrier of reality or you know the the, the world that's Too set much. up as reality then it's like you kind of lose investment because you're like well anything could happen at this point like he could you know get right. saved by a helicopter who comes out like it, it becomes so far-fetched that you just kind of, I was losing a little interest because I was kind of like, all right, whatever. He's going to get saved no matter what. So he just flew off a fucking 
waterfall into right that was like i'm just like okay like, yeah, so we're way indiana far jones. beyond he's no, indiana but that jones. is the waterfall like they even say the chances are one in a million that you could survive the waterfall i believe I they're like saying it's very low odds but he happens to survive that i bought <laughs> yeah, that. but, I bought but the that problem about like, that, that is was... that he didn't get injured at all either on that Wait, you know? yeah, yeah he did totally no he didn't <laughs> he was totally fine though like he was limping <laughs> What about no, his stitch is probably broke. But the thing is, is we leave. all, but we all have the point that it broke for us, and that's what I'm saying. Like for me, it was the waterfall. For 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 Max, what was it? The the hospital and saving the kid or whatever. But it's like it's all of these, lot of, a lot of them. It just, yeah. but as I said before, they happen so often. I just, it became a part of the movie to me, and I just, in that yeah. reverse way, I be, still was invested in that sense because I just kind of was like, all right, this is the ride of the movie. You just kind of accept mm -hmm. that these implausibilities are just going to happen. And that's, that's part true. of the fun of it in a way. You know, two I two yeah. things about Saving the Kid, by the way, was that one, they reuse the audio or like a different take. Like, okay, so basically when he sees the kid in the hallway, he goes up to him and he goes like, you know, how are you feeling? And then the kid goes, "My, it hurts or something like that. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, he goes, here, Laura, you, you say it hurts, right? Okay, okay how, how are you feeling, kid? It hurts. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Like, oh. He goes like, yeah. And then, then they go into the, to the elevator and he goes, how you feeling? Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I did the that. same. That's like, funny. Exactly. I think, exact I think they wanted, they needed fi to fill the scene with some dialogue. Yeah. So they added the, a different take of him saying the same lines from earlier in that elevator scene, I think. And also <laughs> one know. other thing is about Julia Moore. Didn't want to say this during the non-spoiler section, but in the movie, apparently the scenes he shot with her, she becomes a love interest of his, a romantic interest. Interesting. And, you know, the thing is, is his wife just died, so it seems like inappropriate for him to be. Also, apparently he was Jane Lynch's character. He was That was going to be a love interest also. And so it's like this wife is dying. He's still trying to figure out. Who's They're just like any woman of no note right. in this movie will be a love interest. Yeah. Well, that's right. also. That was all He's like, you know, if there's going to be a woman in this film. <laughs> Wouldn't it make sense if she's a love interest? Because if not, I want them cut. If not, they should just be cooking. Why there would be a woman in the movie? Cooking. So or no love deal. Interest. If there's a woman in this picture that's not a love interest, I'm out. It was kind of so interesting. fix it or I'm out. But also, there was also <laughs> like a continuity error too in that he, like, he, oh, when, that he was was to his, when he was talking to his former best friend, he's like, I need you to tell this guy that I'm coming to look at the samples. Oh, yeah, that didn't make sense. And it didn't make sense because he didn't tell the guy, and yet the guy was ready and willing to show him the samples. It just no, no. was weird. Here's you know? what's weird. It didn't even make sense to me at that point why he would help him at that point. Because he helped him basically crack the whole case by, he, no, he did apparently call that guy, and he said, Hey, but that doesn't make sense then why he would call him. It's like it, he's helping him. It doesn't him. make any sense. He said, call, call Bones and tell him, you know, to get, you know, I'm coming or whatever. And I think he does. And it's like, he just, why is he helping him at this point? And he helps him get the evidence he needs to solve the whole thing. Also, wait, why did he even help him at all, really? Well, I get it in the beginning earlier because he's. Well, he he doesn't want him to, like, think that he has anything to do with anything. Yeah. Right. But, but like. Also well, couldn't he have secretly, couldn't he have sort of helped him to his face, but then sort of let the cops know kind of thing? Like somehow anonymously or something and just tried to secure him getting captured so that he was just- Well, no, I think part of that was, it was a mis, it was kind of meant to mislead us. But when he said, what? I won't tell you anything, he's like, it made, the way he, he put a facade on by saying like, 
oh, you want to know where he is? Well, I just saw him today. Like, he was trying to act defensive, but he also was telling the police what had just, he had seen him today. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, like, he was actually, like, Doing reverse psychology? To us, it made it seem like he was on his side, but he actually really wasn't by telling him the cops that he he gave him money today, you know? I don't think that. I think he just didn't have anything that could help the cops, actually. No, but I think part of it was, like, this sort of, like, underhandedly kind of ratting him out in a way sort of you know like that he's nearby you know he's he's in chicago nearby somewhere you know mm-hmm. it just didn't make sense no no as did as as did not a lot of this um are there any final thoughts because i think we should probably start wrapping up Wrap pretty up. soon I mean, is there anything like, that we didn't get a- to or it, it is um, sort of just a fun. It is a fun kind of kickback, relax kind of it's thing. It's just a watch. fun movie, yeah. and like I don't know. It, okay, just having watched, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Temple of Doom, it's a ride. You know, this movie's a ride. It's not about. For me, it was not at all really about the plausibility of things. It's not, all, it's not about winning an Oscar. Yeah, well, I guess. I, I mean, that it, does it change my opinion a little picture, bit, but like, which is really ridiculous. That's crazy because, well, yeah, but watching like movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark and and the Temple of Doom and Indiana Jones. It's like those are not about being plausible by any stretch. It's just having fun and you want to go on yeah, for but, the ride. And I felt like this was kind of in that sort of I don't you know, agree because those movies. So that's what the mindset I had going into this was. So I just thought this is going to be fun. And it yeah, was fun. Those Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. I do trust the, the way the, the set up or. Like, well, there's the a plausibility whole, like, stuff. <laughs> there's no contrivances and stuff. You know what I mean? What are you kidding me? Yes, in, there are. Indiana Jones. Like I mean, what? there's just so many things. It's like oh well, let's like let's not get too deep into yeah, it. But Max, any, any final thoughts on on no, the future? Were, that was my final thought. You know, like I think you know it's a fun flick. You know, just mm-hmm. just don't like you know you don't invest in like the r- realistic qualities of or just even there's just a lot of contrivance. Even just just don't invest so much into the movie, I mm-hmm. guess, and then you'll enjoy it, I guess. You know. Yeah pretty much the same for me i feel like it's fun but like i'll never watch this again would i recommend it i don't know i mean i guess throw it on have have a blast if you will um but you know feel free to turn it off if you're not having a blast like i don't know it's just kind of i just thought it was fun when he was getting like every time he's getting chased directly by tommy lee jones i'm like oh my god what are they gonna get him this time or not you know and in the very beginning, I was on my the edge of my seat with the train and bus scene. I was just like, oh, that was my incredible. God, get out of there. I mean, I know he's going to get out of highlight. there, but I was just like, this is crazy. No, right. that was a really well done, well paced and well shot and well edited action sequence. Right, right, right. But And then when they're in the sewer, I'm just like, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> and yeah, then he jumps sure. off into the waterfall. And I thought that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Sure, and, sure. Uh, I don't know when they're going through the uh, police station or whatever, and they're going down the stairwell. I'm thinking this is fun. Fun. You know, sure, sure, I'm having sure. a good time. <laughs> right. I had right. a fine time. I had a fine time. It just no, went on I, too long. I mean, <laughs> I just think, yeah, I could have done with an extra half an hour, but you I, know. I would an extra say half hour. I'm really? kidding. Oh, I think like <laughs> it was like, unclear. It's not like a necessary watch, but and, unless you want to just kind of understand you know pop culture a little bit more because it was a big movie you know um mm-hmm. but you know it wasn't as it's not as an important movie as i thought it was supposed to be you know and now and, i'm wait i'm trying to think back my, i was telling my good friend cara who i saw on this trip um 
that we were going to watch this movie for this episode. And she's like, oh, I've seen that. There's a part in it that really creeped me out. And I'm thinking, <laughs> what what part would that be? <laughs> the I arm, mean, maybe? I don't know. Oh, the arm? I don't know. I don't that think much of this movie I, I did kind of like the flashbacks in that. They're so kept... 90s. No, no, it is very 90s. But what <laughs> I mean is so I loud, like, too. I like the idea of... Um, like him gradually remembering exactly what what the guy was like because you know in the heat of the moment when he's fighting him you can't remember you're not thinking about what the person looks like you're trying to get this you know get this guy and so i like the idea that he keeps trying to go back and and you know in his memories to try and remember what the guy looked like you know and my, my favorite my favorite part of the movie is when um the one our man answered the phone and he said you yeah, talk to me <laughs> trying to tell me like watch out for that scene in the movie it's really good he goes like he kept being like yeah watch for the scene where the guy goes yeah talk to me and i completely missed it the first time around so i watched it again for that scene and the guy doesn't even go yeah talk to me he just goes yeah talk to me <laughs> i'm like that's well, he, not the way he you does said have a, it he does have a more of a like he has an accent though not really but hey it's been fun it's been fun, everybody. Um, I'm starving. Thanks. Time to go. Thanks, uh, Max, Max, for being though. a guest. Max, thanks Thank for being for on. Me. Uh, apologies to you, especially, but also to anybody who who uh, did end up tuning in live. Uh, we had tons of technical difficulties, but this will go up pretty as a very regular seeming episode for the audio listeners. So you wouldn't even know anything was wrong. Um, but we will be back uh, in a couple weeks. Actually, this is, again, something I would have asked <laughs> you on our on our off time, Laura, but you're uh, on the 30th. Are, are we going to be able to do an episode or, or should we push it a week? Cause the 30th is your special little. Oh yeah. Thing. We better push it. I can't do that. Though. Okay. Sorry. So we will be back on June 6th. Can you that do that? Makes sense. Juneteenth. No. June 6th is good for you though. Yeah. Okay. We'll be back on June 6th with a new episode. Um, 7 p.m., same time, same place, hopefully on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. Um, but if not, you know, just follow us on Instagram and I'll, I'll put updates there if, if there are any. But Max, thanks again. Thanks for being Thank on. Thank you for having me. Thanks, guys. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.